Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy-Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about the heavy-duty parts you buy and sell and keep you informed about what's happening in the industry. When trucks go to work, they're put through some pretty demanding environments. And in the years I've spent in heavy-duty parts, I've seen some catastrophic failures. One of the failures that does happen is when the axle spindle is damaged, and that means some serious downtime for your truck. My guest today is on a mission to make it so that replacing an entire axle is no longer required when you damage a spindle. Todd Carroll is the founder and president of United Axle. Todd, welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. Thank you very much. Great to be here. So historically, Todd, when a axle spindle is damaged, what's the repair process been in the past? Well, the thing of it is, from factory, a spindle is not replaceable. It's actually friction welded to the axle tube, which becomes one piece. So when you have a wheel end go bad and it tears up a spindle, it's not replaceable unless you come up with something to replace that with. And that's what our company has, has managed to do. So in the past, if that was damaged, they have to replace the entire axle. That is correct. It doesn't matter whether it's on a drive axle on a tractor itself or whether it be on a trailer. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're both a fixed fixture. So tell us the story of reimagining this process. From the beginning, I guess. <laughs> Well, I mean, okay. So, I mean, it was an idea. It's something that grabbed my attention early on. I kicked it around for a while. We got into a trucking service ourselves, and it become more and more evident I didn't want to be in trucking the rest of my life. I needed to find something else to to fall back on. Uh, I'm a mechanic by trade, and I have a lot of different backgrounds as far as, you know, licenses and welding and that type of thing. For me to reach back and try to find something to fall back on, uh, the axle always came back to me. And we started seeing a lot of damage and people getting hurt around the country. And it just kind of over time kind of worked on me. And then I started focusing a little harder on it, trying to figure out a way to make it serviceable. Finally, we came across or I should say come up with the idea as far as putting threads on it to where it can be removed in and out. And of course, that brought the OEM side of things involved as well. So we thought, you know, there is a company out there that is doing this as we speak. They've done a great service, you know, for a lot of people, but we just kind of felt it's time for a change, a little bit better mousetrap and a new design. So when we ultimately came out with this process, it started 
out just in my area, just kind of as a, you know, make a little extra money on the side. We did a local truck show and then it blew up in our face. We had ma a manufacturer get a hold of us, wanted to start putting it on some of their buses. We had uh, people asking about franchises. They liked the uh, thought of a replaceable spindle. If you tear one up, you can remove it and put another one right back in its place. And when I say remove it, uh, we're talking within about an hour's time, actually take it out and put a new one in and then reassemble that wheel in. So, I mean, the time savings involved as well as money is huge. You know, I've done as many as five in one day. And the reason why our process is just a little bit quicker than, you know, what's out there now. And it's very, very strong and reliable. What hurdles did you encounter as you develop this replacement process? Because I'm sure, you know, you looked at what was being done in the market up until that point and you say, hey, we can do this better. Tell us that story because people love to hear the backstory of how these things emerge. And by the way, all the best companies start off the way yours did. Well, I mean, we did see how the competitor was putting it on. We knew they had patents and we didn't want to infringe upon those patent rights. So it was obvious we had to do something different. We had the spindles, we knew how to adapt it to the rear end, but we didn't know how to make that threaded connection. One of my drivers called in sick. I had a truckload of drill stem on the back of my semi. I was running down to Houston, looking in the rear view mirror for 500 miles. And the one time I looked in the mirror, I finally saw the threaded end on that drill stem. And that's kind of where that drill stem kind of interchanged in my mind as far as putting it over onto a spindle. You know, that's where the thought came from. And I thought, you know, if we can put threads on a spindle and make it replaceable, that started getting me kind of, you know, goosebumps, a good feeling, thought I may have an idea. Couldn't wait to get back home, went to work on that, come to find out it was a great idea. It's worked very, very well. We're excited about it. And we have so many people that see it for the first time, you know, it, whether it be a truck show or a school. And the common question is, how come they don't put this on the OEM, the OE? I've put spindles on right here in our location with trailers full of, uh, you know, lettuce, seafood, where they had a time crunch where they need to get that truck unloaded. They couldn't wait days to get it going. And that's one of the nice things, you know, for a drive, it takes us about three hours. And on a trailer, it takes us pretty much two hours to do it start to finish. So that's pretty quick for such a serious repair. When you were developing the, the threaded process, like in, I used to do a lot of machining because I worked for, for a remanufacturer. If I'm asking a question that you don't want to answer, just let me know. But do, do you machine all this stuff yourself? Did, did it take some time to kind of figure out the right threads and the configuration? Like, how did that all come together? Well, when it uh, when I first started this, now I'm not a machinist, okay? I've, I do have brothers that are machinists. I do have some, I'm very fortunate to have people in my background that I've been around and learned from. I knew there's a certain style of thread that I wanted. And I did the first one. And we've had, since then, had machinists and, uh, you know, a lot of high up individuals come look at it and check it over, see what they thought. At that point, we realized, you know, we went with an aircraft thread. 
the thread needs to be as good or better as what's holding the wheel on for the spindle to be holding on to the axle. It's definitely a fine thread. It, it was a trial error there. And we had to send parts off, get them broke down chemistry, find out what the metallurgy is. All of our spindles is the same as a uh, factory. And not only that, and this is the biggie for us, we put serial numbers on them. So when we sell them to a franchise, we know what trailer they're going on around the country. So if there's a problem, there's accountability. And that's really the biggie. Not that the shop is doing it wrong, but maybe the owner don't know what the technician's doing. And technicians, you know, some of them, they move around a little bit. So the shop always needs to know what's going on under their roof. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we've been speaking with Todd Carroll, founder and president of United Axle. Todd, when you start welding a foundational piece of a truck like an axle, there's got to be some concerns there around integrity and uh, making sure that it, like you said, it meets those OE specifications. So how does your process meet that need for safety and for the OE spec to be met? So once again, one of the nice things about our spindle, what's holding it on, we have a three inch by three inch long threaded lug, if you will, on the backside of our spindle. So when we thread that spindle in, we torque that thing down to 800 foot pounds. Once it's torqued down to 800 foot pounds, we come back and we weld up the spindle just as if a piece of pipe was being welded in the industry. So now you can TIG it, you can MIG it, or you can, you know, use an arc, you know, stick. Everybody or a lot of welders has their preference and what they like to use. Being that we have so much material already uh, holding that spindle on being torqued, so it makes it a little bit easier to weld up. We do have our own pressure system so we can pressurize that axle tube. So you can find out if you got any pinholes, oil leaks, or anything of that nature before it even goes out. One of the things we try to do is to foresee what technicians are going to come across in the future and try to minimize those little hindrances. Some of the axle tubes on trailers are air charged, and the slightest little bug hole if you will, in a weld will cause an air leak. And it doesn't mean that there's a problem with the weld, but at the same time, we have an air leak when we keep, we should not have one. That tool really helps minimize problems with the welding on that side of it. Now, once again, you're welding two properties, you know, the axle tube and the spindle, which are somewhat of the same material. So it makes it a little bit easier to weld versus if it was some kind of a foreign material. Very strong, very durable. Or the way it's set up. So from a maintenance point of view, when, when you're looking at a fleet and they're saying like, we're going to adopt this technology and we're going to convert these, uh, you know, when, when the repair is done, one of the things that jumped out at me when I was looking at the overall video that you have that shows the process is that once this is done once, the future repairs are even faster than the first time. Exactly. That's one of our big selling points. Uh, so many people ask, well, how many times does a spindle get replaced? Well, the thing of it is, we replace our competitor spindle all the time. Now, I don't know how old they may be or how long they've been there. But what I'm saying is they do wear out. It is a wear item. The average spindle wear time, you're looking somewhere between five and 700,000 miles. Now, the thing of it is, we do spindles on trucks that are a year, year and a half old. 
you know, there's a lot that goes into, into play in a bad spindle. So you got metal fatigue, you got, you know, bearings, uh, maintenance, and that's really a big one. Just people finding good technicians to preload bearings the way they should be and to take care of it the first time. It's not necessarily they're wore out, but maybe they're not serviced the way they should have been. In a lot of cases, some people will go out and buy a $30 bearing instead of buying a $50 bearing, a good standard bearing, you know, instead of a Chinese bearing, and they get a lot more life out of that spindle as well. But there's a lot of little issues there. Right. And, and then, of course, too, there's the working environment. So if you're in the oil fields of Texas or Alberta, where I live, if you're working in construction, you know, the, sometimes the, the roads that you have to go down there's there's a lot of contaminants and so like if you like you said if things aren't done right on the wheel end you're going to get wear in there you could have straight up just damage and then at least your solution allows people to fix that and get that truck back on the road quicker yeah it, it's just an overall nice repair it's clean it looks factory when we're done the same seal size bearing journals thread size so even if you don't have a nut for it you can still go to your factory dealer and still buy parts that fit that spindle Everything is still the same. Right, right. So is there going to be a time when you're going to be working with the OEs directly and this is going to be specced on trucks from new? Is that something that is even possible? We've had some of those conversations. We were very fortunate to meet some good people up at the uh, TMC show in Atlanta, Georgia. We started having those conversations. And of course, the uh, COVID-19 deal kind of come in, snuck in there, kind of bit us a little bit slowed those conversations down, but we're looking forward to having those conversations again and picking up where we left off. We were talking about different things and testing and whatnot that we're excited and very optimistic, you know, just having those conversations. We're we're excited to see where they're going to go in the future, by all means. Well, I'm excited about the next TMC show that's uh, actually, you know, where we all get to attend because I was there at uh, Atlanta, Georgia, but I didn't know you back then, so I didn't even get to say hello. So next time we'll get to visit with each other and uh, hopefully we'll be talking about some really great new things that are happening, uh, moving that forward. COVID slowed everybody down. You're not, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, it, it hurt a lot of people and it put a lot of people out of business. It's funny how, um, you know, something, a pandemic like that will hurt so many. And at the same time, it picks some up through that process. But it's sad to see the business go through the problems that they have throughout the country. Well, and we need creative, entrepreneurial-minded people like you in the industry to be able to continue to create new solutions so that through efficiencies and through you know, the development of new technologies, we can raise this industry back up you know, higher than it was before COVID. So I look forward to seeing that happen. If there's one thing you'd like to leave our listeners with today, what's that one thing? I'm big on education. Educate yourself read about this stuff. You know, there's different tools in the market that hasn't been there in the past. We designed some of those tools, but the more one knows, empower yourself with what it is you're trying to do, whether it has anything to do with trucking or not. It's, it's just a good thing to do for yourself. And it's always amazing what I learn from other people. I've been in this business for a while, but it never fails. I'll be speaking to somebody and I'll pick something up. And that's just one more tool I add to my own box. So that's that's really what I have to say to people is search. The internet is incredible what's out there and to educate yourself. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin. We've been speaking with Todd Carroll, founder and president of United Axle. 
Speaking of resources, if you'd like to learn more, go to unitedaxle.com. You can watch that video I was talking about. Todd, thank you for being on HDPR. Indeed. Thank you very much. Have you subscribed to our weekly email yet? Go to jamieirvin.ca slash email and subscribe today. Never miss out on any content or great deals again. Go to jamieirvin.ca slash email and subscribe today. I'd like to remind everyone to focus on cost per mile over purchase price and let's keep those trucks and trailers rolling. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the independent parts and service channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash Pride and let the heart of the independent service channel take care of your commercial equipment.